Hey friends, well, after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat, and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out, see their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. Aloha and welcome to the 33rd episode of the Boy Mom Podcast. I'm Monica Swanson and somehow it's December. Somebody tell me how in the world that could have happened so quickly. I've just had such a busy fall. I'm just getting back from a really fun trip to Washington State to my hometown where I got to spend Thanksgiving with my folks and do some speaking. Um, it was just a really sweet trip and now I'm back and I cannot believe we are just weeks away from Christmas. So I am really excited to share today's episode with you. I get to share a chat I had with Jessica Smart, author of Memory Making Mom, and this topic could not be any better. If you're catching this at the beginning of December, you're going to be so glad you did because Jessica is going to inspire you to not complicate your Christmas, no, no, not to add more stress or overwhelm, but really to simplify things and find a few really special traditions for your family to enjoy the holidays and to make memories that will last a lifetime. Now, of course, if you're catching this later, it's absolutely relevant. What Jessica talks about really applies to our family life all throughout the year. So definitely keep listening whenever you catch this episode. But I think if you catch it for the holidays, it will be especially um, inspiring. Now, before I dive into my conversation with Jessica, I want to thank you again for the ratings and reviews over at Apple Podcasts. My goal is to get to 300 by the end of the year, and I'm pretty sure we can make it. So if you haven't left a rating or review yet, all you have to do, I have people say like, I just don't know how. Just go on your phone, find the podcast app. Every iPhone at least has it. And um, when you click on the Boy Mom Podcast, scroll down to the bottom, you're going to see five little stars. You can literally just tap on those five stars, and that leaves me a rating. And then if you want to leave a few words, which I love because I read everyone, you can just click on leave a review and type in a few words. And this one that came up last week just tickled me. I had to read it to my parents because I was like, what a kind review, especially because I had spent really the first five days I was in Washington speaking to some mops groups and uh, parents of youth groups. I was just doing a lot of speaking. So this super encouraged me and you will see why. This came in from Long Six, and you know, that's the one frustrating thing is I want to like thank Long Six, but I don't know who it is because these names, when you leave a review, it's typically not your actual name or your email address or anything. So anyway, Long Six, if you hear this, I want to say a big thank you. She titled it Just What My Mama Soul Needs, gave me five stars, and she wrote this. I learned about this podcast when Monica spoke at our MOPS group in Washington. Monica's words captivated every mama in the room and left us yearning for more of what she had to say. 
Wow. So when I learned there was a book and a podcast to keep the goodness going, I was 100% in. Neither the book or the podcast has disappointed. I adore all the nuggets of parenting wisdom Monica gives. Being a boy and girl mama, I find all her information reassuring and supportive. The podcast bring me back to center of what's important in life and help me be a better parent. Thank you, Monica, for sharing your wisdom. Seriously, that just, I had to read it a couple times. It just made me smile ear to ear. Thank you so much for that sweet review. Now, as she mentioned, I had spoken to her MOPS group, and um, if you happen to have a group, whether it be a women's group, uh, a parents of youth groupers, maybe a conference or a MOPS group, if you'd be interested in me speaking to your group, please reach out and let me know it. You can find the contact page over at my blog at monicaswanson.com, and even though I do live on an island very far from everything, it seems... What I do sometimes, uh, like I did in Washington or I've done in California, is I just find a few groups that are interested in having me come and I'll plan a trip and visit a few groups at once and we can talk about all the details. But hey, talk to your people. If you're interested in me coming, please don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to consider visiting you wherever you are. So without further ado, I'm going to dive right into my conversation with Jessica Smart. I think you're going to love this. I hope you're encouraged. Oh, and one more thing, Jessica and I don't even mention it in our conversation. Conversation, but over in the show notes, which you can always find at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast, and today's specific show notes are at forward slash episode dash 33, you're going to find something Jessica has offered to share with you. It is a full memory making bullet journal. Um, this is something that is for year round. It's not just for the holidays, but it has a section just for Christmas time. And what it is, is something you can print out and use for your family. You can plan long-term, like these are some movies I want to make sure my kids see before they launch one day. These are some foods, some meals or restaurants that I want to make sure my family visits. These are some memories I want to make. And it just gives you space to journal, just bullet journal. I printed mine out and I'm planning to go through it with my kids over the holidays because I still have a few kids left at the house and I want to make sure to not miss some of the things that I look back on and think, oh, I never did that with the older boys. So guys, that link is in the show notes today. And I think you're going to want to grab that. The only thing I ask, please make sure to visit Jessica's website. I'm going to have all the links to where you can find her in my show notes. So if you grab that, be sure to go over, follow her, subscribe to her blog, and um, let her know you grabbed that. That'll mean so much to her because it was really generous of her to go to all the work to make it and then share it with my listeners. So thanks for that, Jessica. Hope you guys enjoy it. And without further ado, here is our conversation about making memories over the holidays and all year round. Hope you enjoy. Well, aloha, Jessica, and welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast. Thank you, Monica. It's just such a blessing to be here. I've admired you and your work for honestly years. So I feel just honored to be um, on the podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. I've been looking forward to this episode. Just um, so excited about what we get to talk about today. I just love the holidays. And so getting to yes. chat about this particular topic gets me really excited. So thanks for taking time to be with us. And um, last spring, I believe it was, I shared 
Jessica's book, Memory Making Mom, on my podcast. I mean, sorry, I didn't have a podcast yet back then on my blog. (laughs) And I have been such a fan of this book. We will be touching on the book today, but Memory Making Mom is such a fantastic book. And one of my favorite things about it is that it's so practical. It gives you so many um, tools and tips, things that you can apply to your family right away. And so I'm a big fan of this book and um, now how it applies to the holidays. Holidays. I just cannot wait to have this conversation, Jessica. Well, thank you. Yes, um, it's definitely very timely. I feel like every part of the year, there's something that reminds me of, oh, there was that chapter. So I tried to kind of totally. lay it out like that. But certainly holidays is just one of the things that we think of the most. And um, I think one thing I tried to bring up in the book that that you probably noticed is just that like the whole thing is way more meaningful to our kids than I think we even realize. We think some of these things are just extras and, you know, we kind of go through the motions, but so many of the memories that you take from childhood help to form you in who you are. And kids remember the silliest things. Especially because I have a son in college now and now he can recall his best memories growing up. Absolutely what you said is true. That He talks about his memories, the things that I didn't think he was noticing as a young child and he did. So I think you're absolutely right. Yes. And so many opportunities in the holidays to do it, which is like Exciting, but also super stressful (laughs) because we have so much on our list. (laughs) Definitely can be, but it's all about perspective. And I love that. Well, before we dive in, I have a few questions for you because I want you to highlight a few of my favorite parts of your book here as it relates to the holidays. But before we dive in, would you introduce yourself to all the listeners who might not know about you, where you live and your family and your work? Yes, thank you. So Jessica Smart and um, my husband and I live with our three kids in I always say beautiful North Carolina. And as I say this, it's like the most ugly day we've had all year (laughs) (laughs) spinning down like sleetish in November. But um, yes, North North Carolina and I homeschool our kids. I have two boys, eight or 10 and eight. And then um, my daughter is five. And uh, my husband and I met in college at um, Grove City College in Pennsylvania. And um, yeah, I guess I started the blog shortly after my first son, like actually literally when he was born in the hospital room (laughs) I had all these words in my head and um just you know so many emotions and I've always kind of enjoyed writing so it was probably the week after I came home my sister said you need to start a blog and I'm like what's a blog (laughs) so it's been around for 10 years and then um yes just release memory making mom you can find that on Amazon and Target and everywhere that books are sold and then I'm working on book two which I am super excited to introduce um if you hop over to Instagram at Jessica Smart I'll be sharing that in the coming months so Yeah, I think I touched on everything. (laughs) Yes. And what I love is the things you write about are some of my favorite things, like both of your books, because I might know I had a sneak peek at your next book, too. So (laughs) I'm so excited about it. But both of your books, I'm like, those those are topics I would love to write about. So I'm so glad you did. And you did a much better job than I would have. So I I, and I meant to say this in the introduction. Um, I'm so grateful for Boy Mom, and I, I just think you need to hear that. You did a phenomenal mm-hmm. job. As I told you, I didn't read all of it because I don't I don't know if you were the same, but I don't like to read books that are a similar genre while I'm writing because it'll oh, get yeah. in my head with the pattern. Totally. Yeah. So anyway, but the parts that I've read, so spot on. I mean, I am like just thrilled that this book is out there. I hope it's selling like wildfire. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. love that you say the things you say, and you can say things 
um, maybe that I couldn't because you're just so like hip and cool and beautiful and live Hawaii. Stop. So- <laughs> no, stop. That's you crazy. That platform well. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. And I love that you just confess something I've never said out loud. And yeah, when I'm working on a book and I try to read anything similar to my, that genre, I, it so stresses me out. So no pressure. I totally get that. <laughs> Okay. Well, I love it. Well, like you mentioned, Memory Making Mom is not a book about Christmas in particular, though there is um, plenty in there, even a full chapter dedicated to that, right? Is it one full chapter? There's Uh, one about the holidays, but the bulk of it is Christmas slash Easter. So there's plenty in there, you know, and I try to be not cliche because there, you know, there there already are a lot of traditions, but um, hopefully throughout some good ones that people haven't heard of. (laughs) Totally. No, I was so inspired by the whole book. And I, I agree with you. I think that adding traditions and focusing on making memories throughout the year just makes life so much more interesting and so much more fun because let's face it, there's a lot of just mundane days as moms. And I think when we're looking for opportunities to create memories, it just makes our job so much more fun. But today I am excited about Christmas. So I want to talk about this and I'm wondering if to kick us off, you can share with us just kind of, especially for the moms of of young kids out there, give us maybe a little memory making 101 for the holidays. What are some suggestions you have for the mom who's overwhelmed, who doesn't want to add more stuff to her list, but wants to really create some special memories throughout the holidays? Can you just speak to that? Yes. And I think I learned early on that um, the first thing I want to say is like, let's all just take a collective deep breath, you know, because mm. I have so many ideas. My kids are 10, 8, and 5. And this is the stage where, like, there's no babysitter with them right this minute, and I'm talking to you, and no one's probably going to die. Like, we've yes. made it we, we a very different stage <laughs> than some of your listeners where, yes. you know, it's just exhausting. And when I was, when my kids were little, I always just want to say, I was not doing all of this stuff in the book. I will, Hey, I still don't do all of the stuff in the book, right. but you know, when my kids were little, it was, it was minimal. Um, I was also a little bit behind and I wish I had a book like that, honestly. Right. Um, but just because I was so tired and overwhelmed and busy, we didn't do a lot of this stuff. So first step is just if you have little kids or just if you're in just a rough season, please don't be overwhelmed. But just um, I'm praying that you can hear a couple simple things to put in place and also some things to take off your plate, because that honestly is is you said 101. Like, I think that's step one is to think about what you can remove from your life. Oh, I love that during the season to focus on Jesus. And so practical, you said practical, um, you know, our school schedule, we homeschool, but like, we're going to do the bare minimum in December. And I think they're mm. going to be all right. I think they'll live because yes. we're going to pick up the pace the rest of the year. But um, in December, we're going to take it easy and we'll step back on a lot of uh, there's so much you can do. But we are going to say no to stuff, you know, different events and this party and blah, blah, blah. You can't do everything. Or if you did, you know, you'd be stressed and not experiencing a grace filled holiday. So, yeah. So let let things go. Um, this is another tip that my neighbor across the street one year said. Yeah, you know, it was like November 3rd or something. And she's like, I'm almost done my Christmas shopping. I wanted a slapper. I was like, oh my what? Goodness. Like, never. I've never she's like, <laughs> But she said, you know, I love it. I do all my shopping in November. There's crowds are limited. I can take my time. And then in December, we focus on Jesus. And right then I was like, 
that is brilliant. And yes. um, the next year, it was probably early December. And I thought, I'm stressed about the present thing. I spent probably 24 hours really, now I can be intense when I focus on something, you know, it was right. like maybe a little overboard, but I pretty much got the shopping done in about 24 hours. Thank mm -hmm. the Lord for Amazon and other things like that. And then we were able to let that go and just, you know, not worry about it. And so that, I think, even if it is mid-December and you're listening, like, just like a Band-Aid, get it over with, sit down. I found <laughs> that my presence weren't any less thoughtful, honestly. I was yeah. kind of just delaying the inevitable. So that's one big thing. I do actually do my shopping in November. I'm, I mean, oh. I don't want to annoy anyone, but I, I really am almost done. And it's like <laughs> November, mid-November. Oh There's always goodness. annoying stuff, you know, that you forget. But, um, but yeah, that, that helps. Then you're not oh. running around to be standing I love that target, you know on okay next year <laughs> I'm making a note next year no next year you could do it over the next well I don't know what your life looks like but <laughs> right know, anyway so yeah so yeah so let let some things go and even things that you may have always thought you had to do for Christmas quote unquote you know maybe to to yeah. let that go I remember the year that I was just pretty much a demon to my kids trying to make the Christmas card. I probably just uh -huh. should have not because I had a baby yes. that I was nursing and was really fussy. I probably should have just, you know, Merry Christmas from the smarts. Everybody is going to be okay. Yep. They don't need the card. <laughs> totally. I did that last year. I just skipped yes. the cards and I don't think I lost any friends. <laughs> I don't think you did. Yeah. So, um, so yes, but then, you know, okay. So what do you add? Um, I guess I would kind of break it down into to two things. I would say the Christmas bucket list, which I think you mentioned, is yes. a really phenomenal way to be intentional. So you sit down with the kids and you just, um, and I have a lot of suggestions in my book. I also realized that I, <laughs> I totally forgotten I wrote a blog post last year on our Advent bucket list. So That's I'll right. Send you that I saw that. First we will link to that in our show notes. So, and there's, I mean, goodness, Pinterest galore. You can find so many. Mm -hmm. Um but I just simply start out by, I just get a regular piece of paper and pen, you know, and just mm -hmm. December and write, you know, one through 25 and then fill in the gaps with like certain activities we already know we have, you know, with a party or a concert or whatever it is. And then um, kind of just fill in and you certainly don't have to have one every, every day. Um, but, you know, let's say you have one a week. That's something that's important to you that you want to do. And again, if you don't do it, totally Okay. You, you know, still celebrate Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus. The world's not going to end. But at least you've kind of thought ahead of time. What can I, I love you know, that? And let me ask now, you said you gather the kids. So are you like letting each kid make their suggestions? How are you doing that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit of a, a free for all. Problem. You probably <laughs> could say like everybody picks some, but I just kind of remind them here are some things we did. And then sure. I might say, you know, remember this or um, our friends did this or we, you know, uh -huh. whatever. Just kind of. Yeah. What are some of your favorite things even like what do you yes. love to do? So yeah. um, we always do a um, and I talk about this in the book. I copied this from our friends. This It's called a St. Nicholas Day candy caning. This is so phenomenal for boys, Monica. Okay. Um, she has all boys who I don't know if she thought of it, actually. But um, so uh, let's see. Epiphany or St. Nicholas Day is um, December 6th, I believe. Okay. Somebody here is proving me wrong or nodding. I don't know. <laughs> I should really know that memory making. That's right. We'll look it up. So St. Nicholas, obviously very generous. Um, so on that day or around it, um, you're going to like sneak surprise someone for Christmas. And yeah. um, 
you well they call it a candy caning because we you know you can go to the dollar store or whatever and get like little you know real candy canes like the yes. regular size candy canes get a couple of packs of those so in the dark we well we thought of a family who had kind of had a rough um rough year okay. and uh the dad had been, undergone cancer treatments that year okay so as a surprise, we snuck over to their house in the dark, which is just beyond thrilling for little yes, kids. Yes, <laughs> totally. So we sneak around, you know, putting candy canes in their yard. And then we had gotten them a gift certificate for like, it was just like, you know, a restaurant gift certificate. Yeah. And um, then you, you know, ring the doorbell, dash out of sight. They open up the door. You know, we're like jumping in the minivan, running away, like the getaway yeah. car. They were just like, it was such a like Navy SEAL rush. Oh. Oh and, and what goodness. you're doing, and you can probably talk to this, is you're giving them that thrill in yes. a healthy way. Yeah. Like you're showing them adventure yes. oh. in a positive way. So that's really? why, like, I, I'm really trying to think of how you could reproduce similar ideas. And we can brainstorm about that maybe, like, during the rest of the year. Because I think it's just so fantastic, you know? Yes. It's like just those spontaneous acts of kindness but when you then turn it into kind of a little planned drill with the kids, mm -hmm. that is so much fun. So they were that. like, can we please do this tomorrow? We were like, well, that was kind of a lot of money, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that you could do it you over could, and over. So and you we can will... make it simple, I'm sure, and, and hit up a couple, exactly. couple homes. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we wrote him a little poem. Even if you just did, you know, the candy canes and a poem and, you know, a little Starbucks. I mean, you know, just to let them know that you were thinking about them. My friend reached out and said that they had all had the stomach bug that week. The dad was out of town. She said, you literally made our weekend. Like the kids were just beyond themselves trying to figure out because we had left them kind of like clues in the poem. Oh. And I say it was like just a bunch of words pretty much. Wait, so tell me what you do with the candy canes. I'm not picturing this. Just How, what, like jab them in the yard miscellaneously. <laughs> literally just like, like toilet papering, but with candy yeah, canes. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. That is so cool. We are doing yeah. that this year. I can't it's wait. Yes. Yeah, so that's the highlight. Um, and do you do it on December 6th? Yeah, but I mean, you could do it whenever. That's right. just kind of. But I think me. that's so fun to like so, make that itself a tradition. Love exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. So yeah. I like the idea of doing something every day in Advent or at least Monday through Friday. And, you know, there's the whole there's so many. There's the elf on the shelf. And then there's like the Christmas version, the, the star from afar, which we've done. And it's kind of cute. Yep. I don't know. if We have that, too. That. Yes, yeah. I'll so, link to that. And I think, you know, those things are important. Like to us, they're maybe a little bit of old news, but to little ones, like that's the whole thing that's so thrilling. I have all these memories of like getting the stockings out and like holding my stocking and stuffing things in it. And like, I mean, how lame is that? But no. it was like part yeah. of the whole magic. So definitely. Um, so and, and then, then oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say it, you like wrap your Chris, the Christmas storybooks, right? Is that part of it? Remind yes. me how that works. So that's another twist. Um, you can just gather all of the Christmas books, you Christmas slash winter books you have. And if you don't have uh -huh. any, you can even get some from the library to wrap up. So it is a little <laughs> annoying to wrap them, but, you know, put on some music. Kids whatever. love it. Exactly. So we wrap like we end up with, you know, we don't really do Saturday, Sunday. So you really only need like 20 and you wrap them. And then every day we take turns unwrapping a favorite book and reading it that day. So, oh, again, nice. just a little thing. Um, and I did want to mention um, a couple books that we really, really love. Oh, good. And shoot, I forgot to write one down, but are you familiar with the story? I think it's Jotham's Journey. Are you familiar with that? 
you know there's what? an I don't think we have one and a Christmas one, and I will okay. send it to you. But um, it is geared towards older children. There's a little bit of suspense. Um, it's a historical fiction set in the times of Jesus being born. I'm pretty okay. sure it's Jotham, Jotham's journey. And if that's okay. not it, then that's the Easter one, and it'll pop up on Amazon. But I'll send okay. it to you. Fantastic yes. books. Fantastic. Ooh, so good. it has questions and even a little devotional at the end of each day. Okay. Um, that I felt was really well done. Um, and the chapters are fairly long, so it's kind of a commitment. But again, we go back to the beginning, like we're saying this matters. This yes. means something. Totally. So we're going to carve away some of the other crap that we uh-huh. normally fill our lives with and say, reading this book together matters and we're making it happen. And if yes. you forget a day, I mean, we definitely for sure finished it last year in January. That's okay. Jesus is still alive. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, I love that. Grace. So Grace. Joth- yes. <laughs> Jotham's Journey. And then the other one that we love is One Wintery Night. Have you read that by Ruth Graham? I have not. I'm learning so new things here. Good. One Wintery Night. Yes. Yeah, so good. Um, it's a beautiful picture book. The pictures are just breathtaking and um it's long also like you probably would not read it in one night but you could start reading it december you know i don't know 17th ish you know and read it up until Mm. and um, so well done by ruth graham so you can put those links those are some of our favorites but then we just do the little easy ones you know there's another one that i'll send you a link to for little kids right Um, yeah, we have a lot of little kids like books um, that, you know, we just pull out every year. But to wrap them just adds that little element of excitement that yeah. kids would love. Yeah. Totally. So those are some good ideas. Um, I mean, one more that we always do is have a candlelit Christmas dinner like the week of Christmas and try mm-hmm. to invite somebody that maybe might be lonely or like uh-huh. just, you know, and just the whole candles thing. I'll make something like better than normal a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But that's kind of one. So, well, I love that because what what we're talking about here is it, it may sound like, oh, these are more things to do. But when you narrow your focus on like what really matters, like that family, that really matters so much more than fitting in one more party or one more night of baking. If you don't love to bake, like there's things we do, I think, because we feel like we have to that we could get rid of, but then add something that's got so much more meaning and value. Yes, and I well, think well said. And and what you say in your book that I think is so key and something I have confessed before that I'm not great at, a lot of this is about thinking ahead and just having that intentional mm-hmm. planning that I get caught off guard a lot. And I'm like, oh, why didn't I think of that? But if you can take mm-hmm. a few minutes to sit down and say, what do I want my holidays to look like and where, mm-hmm. you know, make this plan, make the schedule, make the bucket list and then fit everything in. I think that's so helpful. Yes. And I just also think that it's important that you realize you're not behind. No matter if you're listening to this episode and it's, you know, the week before or whatever, um, it's never too late. It's no. never too late to no. take a breath and say, okay, what, what's important? What do I want to not do? What do I want to do? And, you know, again, like maybe you're listening and you have older children and you think, oh, I wish, I wish, I wish. It's still never too late. Like yeah. I'm 30, how old am I? 38. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we have the best time at my parents' house. And we have traditions, you know, that we've implemented even since we've all been grownups. Uh-huh. So my parents, it's not too late for them. Right. They're 60 something, you I know. So, it. yeah, yes. don't don't give up. And, so good. Um, 
Yeah. So good. Okay. One more thing I want to touch on that you do such a great job of um, in the book is just the whole thing of balancing all the fun and even commercial side of Christmas with the, the Christ centered part, because personally I do enjoy all the fun, the lights, the music, yes. the the Hallmark Christmas movies. Did I just say that out loud? I do. Mm-hmm. I I yeah. actually love all that, but I want so much for the main thing to be Christ always. And so do you have any tips on that? Huh. <laughs> or maybe just we need to just acknowledge I mean, that. That is, yeah. Well, I think that what I would suggest is to use books and to use mm-hmm. an Advent tradition with books because, you know, I, ones I enjoy as an adult, um, I like the uh, Asherita's Unwrapping yes. the Names of Jesus, so totally. gospel-centered. And then I love Ann Voskamp's The Greatest Gift. It gets me every time. Like, those are, they're very well done. So that, making that decision to say, I'm sitting down every day and reading it is a huge mm-hmm. mindset shift. Totally. And so then, again, again, to implement that for your kids, um, if you have really little kids, you know, you can, there's plenty of Advent reading plans with the Jesus Storybook Bible where yes. you start, Love it that. tells you where to start, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say use, use reading and, and um, also, you know, even with, with scripture um, right. to find a reading plan again, just Google it. There's so much, but totally. I don't know. That's a good no. start, right? Oh, I think so. And I think what you said is so true that if we are doing our part, you know, starting mm-hmm. our days with the right focus, then it's just going to spill over. It's just an automatic thing that it's going to be on our mind. It's going to be in our conversation and it's just going to help. So definitely mm-hmm. good stuff. Back to books, you mentioned a book that you like to read for Christmas that I had sitting right next to me while I was looking over your book, and it's The Light at Turn Rock, is that what it's called? Yes. And I'm so excited because, well, I have read it to my older boys, but this year Levi and I are reading it, and I love how that inspired you to talk about cleaning for Jesus, so talk to us about that. Oh, well, it is just a darling book, and I would say... I mean, I think it's appropriate for most kids who could handle a read aloud, don't you? Like it's it is. Yes, it's not like a, a um, what do you call? Like not, not like chapter. a picture book. It's it's it just was, a yeah. short chapter book. Yeah. Um. So yes, I discovered it through um the homeschool curriculum that we had been using, Sunlight, and <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's just me because I had my mom read it last year and she was kind of like, huh, you know. I, <laughs> Well, what's funny is I didn't remember it being about Christmas, but then once really? you mentioned that, I was like, oh yeah, it does yeah. have the Christmas theme. So anyway, the without spoiling the, the whole thing, a boy and his aunt um, end up uh, hanging out at a life, lighthouse over the Christmas season, and um, right. they dedicate themselves to cleaning the place as well as they possibly can for Jesus. Mm. And so... Um, that has become another one of our traditions to clean for Jesus, which mm-hmm. I kind of said it the first time as a joke, like, oh, I'm going to get these kids to clean, like, totally <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> which they totally fell for. But um, but then I really do think it is meaningful. And I say I remember how I said it in the book, like, yes, Jesus would come to a house that had grime in around the toilet ring, totally. like for sure. Yeah, right. But there's something really special about preparing our hearts mm-hmm. and our home. Yeah. And also, you know, you often have company coming. And so just like preparing the, that your yes. space to be hospitable mm-hmm. um, yeah. is really powerful. So we kind of do that the week before Christmas and I just get them all on board. Like we're going to clean for Jesus and get this house sparkling clean for Jesus. And I mean, it's kind of worked so far. I don't know when. <laughs> I love <laughs> that. 
be like, mom, we're not doing this. Yeah. Yeah. That used to work, mom. No, but I do think that it's so good because it just gives you that perspective shift again, where you're thinking about preparing, you're thinking about the advent, you're thinking about Jesus's arrival and um, cleaning your hearts and your home. And I think even as I get my Christmas stuff out, I want to start with a fresh, clean house. So I think that's something we can use. Oh, that's, you're right. I'm glad you said it that way. Cause that's what I did. We did it before we got out the decorations. I think that's what we did. And that's so smart. (laughs) Right. And they're, and they're motivated because they're so excited to get everything out that they'll, <laughs> yes. they'll do the work they need to do. Oh, I love that. Well, guys, we will be linking to where you can find Memory Making Mom. And there are more ideas for Christmas. And again, Jessica, you're so good at not overwhelming us, not making it be like a big burden, but just inspiring. And so um, I think people are going to find lots of encouragement and other things for the entire year, good stuff for Lent and um, just the whole year. So this book is just packed. Um, Is there anything else related to Christmas in the book that you want to touch on? Because here at the end, I want to give you a few boy mom questions. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I mean, um, we've touched on a lot. And as you said, um, there's just so many different ways you can make memories throughout the year, like Mm -hmm. different topics that I even brought up, like sickness or vacations, you know, Mm -hmm. with that same mindset of the whole theme that it's worth it is is. it's worth it. It's not too late. You can start where you are and here's some practical ideas. So, yes. Well, what I love is that it, it doesn't have to be complicated. Some of the best memories I think we make with our kids are really simple ones. They just take a moment of intentionality. Like, okay, here we are. It's, you know, seven o'clock. We could either have another ho-hum night and go through the motions. Or what if we say, hey, let's spend 15 minutes just singing a Christmas carol together and praying. Or let's read, you know, a Christmas story. Let's do something. And the more you just say, let's just do it. And it takes a little initiative. It's not, sometimes, you know, it's hard to motivate when you're tired, but those are the things kids remember. And like I said, with my son in college and my other son is 18 now, they have both shared looking back that their favorite memories are not the stuff they got. It's not about the material, anything. It's all the fun things we've done as a family. And if anything, it makes me look back and think, oh, I wish I had focused more on that and worried a lot less about all the other stuff. So yeah, you said that so well. And I just always think to myself, like, When I, at the end of the day, when I lay my head on the pillow, the moments that I'm proudest of, that Mm -hmm. I'm glad are like playing that board game when I really did not want to. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Playing, you know, listening to their story and like really paying attention. It's not, you know, checking my email again, even though I really just pretty much checked it. (laughs) You know, vacuuming the stairs. Like it's those times that I invest in my kids. Those are the moments that I think, I'm so glad that I did that. Yes. <laughs> Even though it yes. wasn't fun in the moment. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you. I'm inspired and I'm really excited to make some great memories this Christmas season. So we'll encourage everyone to get their hands on that book and dive in. And we will link to all the other books that were mentioned and anything else. There's a lot of good stuff in here. So Jessica, are you ready for a couple of boy mom questions? Yes. Okay. I like to ask everybody because we all learn from each other. Is there one or maybe more than one boy mom essential that you can't imagine life without? Yes. I, okay. So there's so many, (laughs) I just could not narrow it down. I have five. 
and you okay. can cut me off if you're like, Fire okay, away. Jessica. But so first oh. is um, Dude Perfect. Do you guys watch Dude Perfect? Oh, my boys love Dude Perfect. Okay, it is the best. And, and my husband kind of does it with the guys. It's like a bonding experience. But uh-huh. if you're not familiar, they're these guys. And um, I believe they're Christians. I think they have like a so. life background, which is how my husband and I met through Young Life. So anyway, uh-huh. they do these videos of like trick cool shots on YouTube. And uh-huh. So far, like, I have not run across anything that was objectionable. It's just kind yes. of, like, hilarious. And yes. it kind of has become this whole thing, you know, of this running joke with my kids. So, Dude Perfect videos. Well so, linked. the second thing is a um, over-the-door basketball hoop, which is, like, wonderful slash the bane of my existence. Exactly. But, <laughs> I would agree with both. <laughs> yes. And there's one on Amazon that's, like, I think it's, like, $25. We This is now our third one that we are on because – somebody just had to dunk again and it oh, breaks but um i can't imagine our lives in the winter without this thing it's just oh, yeah. hours of entertainment yes so yes. um the next thing is boys life magazine are you familiar well, you know it, the boy know. scouts of america put it on okay um okay. and so it's just like you know active outdoor animals safety okay. um it's, it's, it's a range would that be for um, I would oh, say six to 12 age, maybe okay. my, my boys are just, it's perfect for them. They're 10 okay. and eight. So, awesome. um, monthly magazine, I I've loved it. And they what just a good gift too. That's a great gift to give. Exactly. So along those lines, um, I can't imagine our life without adventures in Odyssey audiobooks. Do you oh, use those? hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. yes. And there yes. are several of them on sale now for Christmas. Um, Those are great stocking stuffers. If you wanted to start out, because some of them do address like mature themes, I would Mm -hmm. get the ones that are about the Bible stories, um, Mm -hmm. like Old Testament heroes is I think one. And um, you may want to listen with your kids. Like I wouldn't just grab any random CD and put it on for a six-year-old because there are some like about divorce or, um, you know, just, you may want to kind of So good for the car. We, my boys were raised listening to them in the car and still enjoy them. Yeah. I think we're kindred spirits. Our boys. Yes. Are- <laughs> <laughs> I think so. so that is one. And then the last is we are just huge bear. I don't know how you say it. Bear gorillas. Bear gorillas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And um, so there's a show, Man vs. Wild, which you can stream. I think yep. it's on Netflix for free right now. Totally. Um, Man vs. Wild. But also all of his books. So he has books oh. that are fiction for, I would say, um, you know, seven to like beginning readers they're like short chapter books to maybe oh i didn't know that they're like little cartoon adventures but then he also has like a devotional for kids he has an autobiography for kids and then he has like a survival guide which might okay i didn't know he's a christian he is yes well there you go he's released a devotional with donovan actually this so good awesome so that would even be like a good husband um, actually my husband's never going to listen to this. I did get my husband, his, um, <laughs> autobiography for, I hope he's not listening. Oh, well, <laughs> I think you're safe. Yeah. So that's all. I love that. Oh, so good. Books are the best gifts too. I love that for anybody. So fun. Okay. So five boy mom essentials. I will link to all of that in the show notes. Okay. So two more quick questions for you. What is your family's favorite Christmas movie since we're in the okay. movie? Yes. I <sighs> So we're divided. We're divided yes. household. <laughs> right. I was I ready. 
we are watching America. I mean, uh, it's a wonderful life. It's the best movie in the entire world. And they do like it. Okay. But yeah. they are most excited about watching Elf, which I'm like, maybe mm-hmm. once a year we will watch it. It, it really just kind of bothers me. And <laughs> all the syrup on the, like the whole thing is just <laughs> the belch. That... <laughs> yes. Yes. No, but you cannot go Christmas season without watching the Elf. It's just kind of required. <laughs> yeah. So but I'm I agree say, though record it's a wonderful life (laughs) somehow I didn't watch it's a wonderful life until was it last year the year before I don't know how it took me so long but I agree that is just the best so good in fact I think there's an adventures in odyssey story that is basically the same but you know with their characters and it was really really compelling I loved it so I'm gonna think we have that one Yeah, it was so good. I will link to that in the show notes if I can remember what it was called. Okay, so good. And then finally, I like to wrap up by asking you if you could give one piece of wisdom to a younger Jessica, if you you could go back and speak to yourself when you were just starting off having these kids, what would you say? Oh, I mean, I still feel like I'm so young and still learning all this, but... um, I was so, and I mean, I still kind of am honestly just really anxious about everything. Mm-hmm. And I guess I would just, um, like so many of the concerns that I had were probably all of them, honestly, were, yeah. weren't anything. Right. And God was so faithful. And, uh-huh. um, even the, the moments that were scary, um, which like, for example, that I talk about at the beginning of the book with my son, mm-hmm. um, he he was there and he carried us through and yeah. was just so good and so faithful. Mm-hmm. And I say that and I feel like I still need to tell myself that because even though he's been so good, I just still worry and mm. fret and think, but maybe this time, you know, yeah. um, right. but he's always been so good. So I guess I would just say to um, hand over my worries and know that he will carry them. Right. So good. Such a good reminder. And it's crazy how we are that we can learn that over and over and then still struggle to trust. But um, his track record is perfect. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, I love that. So good, Jessica. Well, um, why don't you tell everyone if they want to just track you down and find you? Of course, I'll link to everything in the show notes, but tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Where do you hang out and how Mm -hmm. they can connect with you? Yeah, so um, I'm on Instagram at jessica.smart. Smart has two T's. Mm-hmm. And um, I do have a blog, smarter with two T's each day.com. And um, yeah, so the book is, I said that the book is on Amazon Memory Making Mom, and then the second one coming soon. <laughs> so good. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you for inspiring me. And I'll be sure to link to you. I hope everyone can get their hands on your book before the holidays. But if not, it's also a great gift. So maybe it would be <laughs> consider giving that as a gift to somebody for Christmas. So thank you, Jessica, so much for being here. And we'll be sure to have you back on. That would be awesome. Thank you, Monica. All right. Take care. Aloha. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. And don't forget to hop over to the show notes at monicaswanson.com forward slash episode dash 33. We'll be linking to all the places you can find Jessica as well as any resources or blog posts that she mentioned. And don't forget to get your hands on that memory making bullet journal. I've got a link to it in the show notes. And I think you're going to really enjoy that. 
I hope that you just kick off this holiday season so well. Slow down, enjoy it all, make some memories with your family, and I can't wait to see you again next week. So thanks for listening, and until next time, aloha.